0: Welcome to the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, hit the like button, or any subscribes. It really helps us with the algorithms. Santa Cruz Coffee Break is produced by the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. All opinions are those of the speakers. We invite you to join us on the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at SCGCPF for more fun. Now, let's get on with this installment of Santa Cruz Coffee Break we'd like to welcome everybody to the 59th edition of the santa cruz guitar players forum podcast and today we're going to bring back brandon adams for a little review and he's going to tell us a little bit about what's been going on with um with his music and with his uh television show and uh what goes on in virginia goes on in virginia so welcome brandon
1: hey well thanks for having me richard and uh, hey Tad, what's
2: up, man? Hey Brad, I think the hey, last Martin, time we right. had, I think the last time we had you on your TV project was uh, kind of a twinkle in your eye, so to speak. Although it was probably a little more advanced than that. Uh, now you're uh, you're out there big time. Everybody who's uh, into uh, music, I think, should definitely catch up on this the series. You've had some great shows. Uh, and you're even nominated for an Emmy, which uh, is exciting as heck um, tell us about this journey.
1: oh man um, well I, you know, it's I, I guess we can say it started three years ago with a with an you know an idea and um, you know trying to figure out a way to really try my best to play music you know at, the, at a level that was pleasing to me, you know, uh, and I, I wanted to keep that going, but we're trying to survive COVID, you know? So I'm like, ah, you know, I got the, I got the day job. Everybody's under quarantine. And I'm just brainstorming. And I'd been on some, you know, television shows before, uh, song of the mountains and uh, songs at the center now both PBS shows. And so I've been on the, you know, the interview side of things and, Um, For me, it's like, well, you know, I'm a musician, so I know what it's like to get interviewed. But I was like, if I were doing a show, what would I do about it? You know, how would I be different? uh, It's not better or worse. It's just whatever you are. It's just the same with music. It's, this is what you are. Um, And so long story short, you know, I called up some friends of mine who are producers uh, of these other television shows and and, uh, shot a promo for Blue Ridge PBS, For one of those shows, and then just started talking with the the producers. A couple of friends called in the favor and said, "Yeah, this guy's not a nut. You might, you know, don't think he's crazy or wacky. He's actually legit. You know, he's he's not he's not selling. You know, uh, uh, he's not selling things out of the back of the truck because it's kind of (laughs) far fetched. You know, somebody you don't know or have never met before." comes in and shoots a promo and then pitches an idea for a TV series. Uh, and we ended up calling it the life of a musician. And what I wanted to do, because I mean we've all we've all done music on several different, you know, levels or in seven, several different configurations, uh, what I wanted to do with my show was strip it down, you know, make it, make it really basic. Uh, take away the band, take away any glitch and glamour, take away, you know, uh, anything that, that absorbs more space than just a couple of acoustic instruments and take the songs to their root, you know, because that's, that's the, the truth. I mean, everything I've ever written uh, always started with just me and, and my guitar and my voice and my brain and a pen or paper or whatever. And I think that's probably true for just about everybody, you know, even if you play like a xylophone, it's probably just you in your little room trying to figure out how to make a melody. So that's kind of what I learned you know, to do with this show. And so far, so good. Uh, season one, we are uh, nominated for the best interview and content series. Um, an episode with banjo legend, Sammy Sheeler was the one that, uh, I think put us over the top on that. How, however, that process—you, you, you're talking to an Emmy nominee who has no clue about the
0: Emmy.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know anything. Uh, this was so left field that when they said, "Oh, hey, we're going to submit you for an Emmy award," you know, uh, when Blue Ridge PBS told me that, um, I was like, "Well, that's nice. Well, thanks." You know, then I would mention it in passing. I had no clue that it was actually, you know, a big deal. It's like, to me, it's like, you know, I've always thought, well, an award, it never entered my mind, never entered my mind that I would actually, you know, and then it got closer and it got closer, and they said, hey, you know, the chances are looking good. Uh, Then I was actually, excuse me, filming an episode with uh, uh, an American Idol contestant, uh, from a couple of years back, I mean, Lauren Massetti, uh, and she's living in Nashville now, doing great things, and the day that Lauren shows up for uh, for her uh, filming, uh, I got a call that said, guess what, you're officially an Emmy nominee, and it was like, so then there's like, you know, bolt of lightning that absorbed over time because my brain is still, you know, like, Emmy, okay, well, and then Emmy, and then it's like, holy, it's an Emmy? So, uh, I guess that's the best way I can explain it. It's, you know, kind of surreal. Yeah,
2: no, it's it's amazing, it's wonderful, and it's it's really great that you're getting that kind of recognition for the work you're doing, because it isn't uh, pop and mainstream and, and, you know, pushing all those kinds of buttons. Um, you find some beautiful locations to shoot from. You have musicians. I mean, I love the fact that you ask about things like tunings and inspiration for songs and such. Um, it's not a sales show. Um, it's really great.
1: Oh, thanks, man. It's I, I really, it, there's nothing that is not legit, you know? Uh, and, by, and by legit, I mean, it's, it's just a conversation, you know, and I just kind of go with the conversation. You know, if it's more, I kind of let the artist dictate how they want it to go. Some artists are just, hey, you know, it's almost kind of more like an interview segment. Then other artists are like, you know, we're get, going doing go and do the backwards and forth, and that's great. But I have no clue what I'm going to say. I have no clue what I'm going to ask. Um, and we don't rehearse the song until maybe 20 minutes before we do the show so i want it to be free will and like i make so many mistakes while i'm playing some of this stuff because it's usually like maybe my third time through something i've never really heard much other than maybe you know mp3s or whatnot but it's like this is what it would be like if if x showed up at your house and said hey let's jam you know, that's kind of, you know, so, like, the mistakes, I I try to to really even edit them out, I'm like, you know what, I'm human, you know, so let everybody see me mess up.
2: Yeah, no, it's the honesty of of the music, and it's the, the, just the way it's presented that makes it really attractive to other musicians. It's, it's not, you know, jazzed up and polished up and auto-tuned and and whatever else. It's, it's, it feels like you're just jamming with another musician. Um, and the fact that that you're so good and, and the people you're interviewing are so good comes out really well. Oh thanks. I, see me I only hear I only hear my
1: personal mistakes. I, I can just about see, once we've got it edited and once we've you know we've edited for time, we've done all of that, I watched it to the point that I'm never going to watch it again. So it's like okay, this is the best I can do, and I never see it again. It's, a, it's the same like when I record an album, I'll go through the whole process, you know, from from start to finish, and listen to it, and you know, go through production and mixing and mastering, and then I'll probably never listen to it again because uh, I really it's just like it's to me it's just about getting it out, and once it's out, it's like okay, what's the next thing to come out, you know. Uh, and I know I'll never probably never play it the same way twice. Uh, You'll know, have shades of, of something that was there, but it's, I don't know, I, tr- I just try to be as organic as possible. And I hope that doesn't sound like a cop out for uh, lazy because. No. <laughs> because uh, like, I, had, I had a buddy tell me one time, he said, That just sounds like you're lazy, man. <laughs> I said, Well, you know, I mean, I might play, you know. Uh, the past, mm-hmm. hear all those mistakes. Like...
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I have really no clue what all of those notes were, but I knew where they were. It kind of deeply fits more. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. But I mean, you kind of, you know, I, I love to have options, and I love to not feel like, man, you just have to do it like that every single time. Uh, unless it's like a really prominent melody line, you know, like if you're going to do an instrumental or traditional tune, you should at least in one pass play the melody, and then from there on out, it's like whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think Wildwood Flower comes to mind. You know, like what a standard, and everybody mm-hmm. plays it the right way, and then they right. go on their own little thing on it. You know, it 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 it, it keeps it it keeps it fresh, Brandon. It, it's a great attitude. I I wouldn't change that attitude.
1: Well, I'm I'm not too old, <laughs> and I'm at the point now <laughs> where. it's <laughs> where it's like, man, I got it. It's got to maintain fun so that I keep doing it Uh, as long as it stays fun. Like, I I really just love to play and goof around and uh, find different sounds. And working with the artists on the show is so driving, so inspirational because, you know, we had – this this season we've what was season one you know we had John Jerkins and well just everybody just everybody has been through has been an inspiration to me personally on some level like you know you watch John do some of those crazy you know artificial harmonics on an acoustic guitar and I'm like why didn't I think of that I need to start doing some more artificial harmonics and goof around with it you know like kind of Eddie Van Halen the the acoustic guitar you know. <laughs> We had Red Volkert this season and season two, so Red, holy crap, Red's really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think I totally, totally messed, I think I totally played a complete fret off, like a bar of my soul, because I was so busy, like, watching Red's hands. I'm like, oh crap, you know. But that's how it would be in a jam session, you know, I mean, I do the studio different. Like the studio is like, okay, let's really get it as close to to on as possible, because you know that's for posterity. Um, but like, we should just jam it, man. It's like the freedom to make a mistake is what it's all about. You know, it's it's like it's okay if I mess up, so I'm going to stretch what I think I can pull off. And man, when you hit it, it's like I actually, man, that was cool. I did that, and. The, Crap! I hope it was recorded because I can't remember what I just did. You know, so that I don't know. I'm a, I'm a spontaneous kind of person in different situations.
0: I think uh, authenticity, and that always is um, such a a refreshing thing to watch. You know, it 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 just you're drawn into it because you don't go oh. Now we're gonna now we're gonna do this. I I've kind of become this weird fan of the Marty Stewart show. Because I oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just out of his out of his out of my mind for uh, Kenny Vaughn. You know, he's just to me just unbelievable. And they just had Dwayne Eddy on. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> watching Kenny watch Dwayne was the entire show for me. <laughs> it was just like yeah, all this it, it was this wonderful stuff going on. And you'd see it, it, Eddie would do something that was either signature or just unique. And Vaughn would just kind of stand there, you know, and his eyes would bat and you know <laughs> like whoa, where'd that come from? And and, and it it's hokey, you know, it's kind of crazy. But it's live and it's real, and you're just not sure what's going to happen. And it's 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 just what you're talking about. And that's big yeah,
1: Nashville, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's you know it's it, it happens all the time, you know, with with musicians. It really does. But just putting a camera on it, and somebody's got to be the person that says, you know what, I messed up, but that's okay, you know, because. Generally, it's not me messing up. It's, I, I'm sorry, let me rephrase. Generally, it's me messing up, not the guests. Um, or sometimes it's a little nuance. It's like, you know, some of these songs that we'll do. Uh, I will say, I you know, I do cheat a little bit. I'll ask the artist, okay, what three songs would you like to do? And then they'll send them to me and I'm like, okay, so I'll kind of do my homework and bone up on that. Um, but, you know, some of these stuff, they'll send me, like, you know, a full band song. And the fun challenge is, like, okay, so how do we do this with just guitar? or just guitar, man. And the exciting thing is, is we don't know it until, like, right before the show. So uh, there's been some real cool moments where I was like, man, that was just, like, a mind melt on that particular part. So I'm having just as much fun as the people watching. Uh, only sometimes I'm like, "Crap, people are watching this." <laughs> you know, I'll come, I'll come out of an episode like, "Oh man, everybody just basically saw me," you know, stand into the chalkboard with my boxer shorts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I haven't noticed that specifically, but. Uh... What uh, what do you you find? Have there been moments in the show that have really like changed your attitude or your approach or um, your feeling about a song or uh, a musician or um, something along those lines? I mean, when you get a chance to do something live with some of these people, that's got to be a new and, and unique experience as opposed to listening to an mp3 or, or listening to a fully recorded orchestrated thing um can you tell us a little about what that's like um yeah i mean
1: it's uh to me it's it kind of a an, an emotional and, and i gotta try at some point to kind of control that that emotion enough to to kind of find that sweet spot where you, you're feeling it but you're not feeling it so much you can't participate Uh, and there have been moments where like uh, my buddy Larry Cordell you know came and did an an episode last year and uh, Larry and I are basically from the same the same area in the country and he did Highway 40 Blues and I remember listening to Ricky Skaggs you know turn that into a number one hit and there's that moment where I'm sitting next to the main wrote the song and he's asking me to play the solo to Highway 40 Blues and I'm trying to what I've never done before I've never done it in that key for sure but I'm trying to control the don't let everybody down and oh my god I can't believe I'm playing Highway 40 Blues with Larry Corbin so sometimes like man hold back the tears and you know make it happen but you know, I've just I've come to the point I'm too old and set in my ways to to care anymore. So I was like, here it is. Here, here it is laid out. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's all there's there's not been an episode where I haven't learned something, even if it's something like, man, that that artist is wow, so much more deep than than maybe the public sees them. Like, you know, they they might see this persona of, hey, I'm happy, go lucky, and I'm always smiling. But then you're talking about somebody who like reads Hemingway and like really contemplates things very deeply. You know, uh I, I'm not really sure. I hope that kind of answers it. I'm not even yeah. where But
2: yeah. Well, you you're not just a musician on the show, you're also kind of the producer and director and host and uh I don't know <laughs> there's probably half a dozen other titles you have to carry around with you when you're setting these things up um so that's that's got to be a huge challenge
1: well you know, i do have, i do have help we, you know we have a director uh we have a director who runs the cameras and you know my wife uh, is a big help with you know setting up cameras and and, and taking off a lot of the burden like, you know she to set location, things like that. So I'm I'm definitely not the Lone Ranger. I'm just you know the face that everybody's seeing. But you know there's a, there's a crew. There's you know a couple of camera guys and a director. But you know I'm I'm executive producing along with my wife. Uh, and then we've got you know a producer and a director and a camera guy. So he's got three hats. <laughs> but so but we you know we're Emmy nominated. So I guess we did the first season right. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton, man. I mean, I think the biggest learning curve or learn on the fly thing was there's paperwork with this stuff. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, there's you know balancing budgets and keeping schedules and uh, spreadsheets and contracts and W nines and. You know, oh crap, we got to make a hotel reservation, and oh crap, did I get that hotel reservation on the right day? Um, I about I about kind of lost it uh, not too long ago because I've got Tim O'Brien coming in, uh, which I'm such a huge Tim O'Brien fan. He's been like a huge artist in my life um, as long as I can remember, and Tim and I were on the phone. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, so Tim is gonna be in town on the 28th of June. We're gonna be at the Emmy Awards to see if we won or we just you know, get the nice little plaque that says we're nominated, which would be awesome. Um, and then, okay, I gotta be ready for Tim at uh, the 28th. And then Tim and I are on the phone we're talking about this project and what we might wanna do you know, on the episodes. And uh, like, so yeah, I mean good to see you on the 28th. He said, 28th? I thought it was the 30th. And I'm thinking to myself, oh crap, trying to turn my alarm clock off there. Um, I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, Tim's coming on the 30th. And it just totally slipped my mind, so I'm in panic mode. I come to find out that the we, I had made this hotel reservations on time. I made everything else on time. I got the camera crew ready for the 30th. But in my mind, it was for some reason it slipped to the 28th. And I thought, you know, the world is about to end. I have to move heaven and earth to fix two days on a schedule. So there's there's moments like that. So where where do you think
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking down the road. Where do you think this do you think this will this show will allow you to tour more at a different level? Um, you know, is is are we on the stairs here?
1: You know, you know what's it's kind of I've mean, played, man. I've I've played um as high and as low the as you can get for, for decades, couple of decades. Um, you know, culminating in you know, you know, recording with Tommy, and, you know, but the last album that was put out charted, you know, three songs on the same chart and I'm you know, getting to look at. That's my song. That's my song. That's my song. And that's you know, really a crazy great feeling. Um, and, and, and I'm honest when I say this, you know, I'd like to, you know, tour, but man, I'd only kind of like to do 10 or 15 cool shows and then just kind of work on this show. The, what I love the most is creating music. I love going into the studio and taking my thoughts as original as I can make them and just record uh, and then put it out there for people to listen to the The, ad, the adulation and stuff. Like it's, it's never been, man, if I'm standing in front of five people or 10,000 people, the thrill for me was always to get the music out. Uh, it wasn't so much the numbers because I, I didn't care about the numbers. But I'm kind of at the point now where I just want to create music. I don't I don't really have a goal I, other than I want to get in the studio and record my songs going, put them out into the universe and then write my songs, record my songs, put them out into the universe, maybe do 10 shows and I'm gonna run with this t- this series as long as you know, as long as it's in the cards to do it. Um, so yeah, we, we have a responsible adult, you know, plan an economic plan, and you know, an LLC in business. So we're not we're not I'm not going about this like I've got my head in the clouds. Uh, but as far as musically, my biggest goal is just to to record and release, and then do this show and maybe. You know, man, it would, it would it would take a lot. Somebody would have to, like, come up and say, okay, we're going to put you on the show, on the road for 50 dates, and we're going to get you, you know, 15 grand a show. You know, um, sorry, it's taking the TV series on the road. I, you know, I, I, I'm interested in, in making that happen, but the logistics of that are tremendous. You know, because oh, yeah. Uh, you can make Richard, you definitely gotta know what I'm talking about,
0: man. I mean it it's a furball. <laughs> it's a big it's a big honking furball. And it it Yeah. You know, it it it's it takes a guy or a person just to spin the plates to keep them up there. You know, and, and that's all they're focused on because you take it out of a controlled situation and You're just throwing up everything in the air and seeing where it comes down.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll do that. (laughs) Oh, I have no doubt. I I have no doubt. Like I know just how much work it is to get one episode out of this show. We do everything in a controlled environment. I can't imagine loading everybody up in a travel van or a bus, and then trying to to repeat that process. In a different town, in a hotel room, and then add that. I, like, like I said, you would need exactly exactly what you said. You would have to have somebody that it was just their job to do that. Um, you know, I thought about maybe doing it, doing it in a limited say. Okay, we're going to go to this city for three episodes. I think that might make it easier if you were kind of stationary um, for you know a couple of weeks instead of trying to make it. Okay, we're in Nevada today, and then we're in Los Angeles tomorrow. Or, you know, I, I don't, I don't foresee that as a good working model for what we're
0: doing. You know, maybe, uh, maybe it's you go to the home or hometown of the artist, mm-hmm. so the artist doesn't travel. Just you, mm-hmm. uh, you and the crew are the travelers, and um, you know, hard to say. There, there's a lot of things you could do. Lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of fun to have on that. Um, well,
1: absolutely. But then, then, you know, then you got to look at your contracts. <laughs> so where's your, you know, if you, it, it goes to, you know, what, what do your grants say? What do your investors say? You know, maybe one, one, one investor is like, you know, I, I, I want to put, I want to invest in this and I want to advertise, I should say advertisers, you know, are your advertisers cool with you jumping to a different city Are your advertisers cool with you jumping to a different state or a different country? Or if you do that, okay. Do you want to get advertisers in that town? So it's all possible if you're willing to just really grind it out and make the phone calls and get the the, the 99 rejections of the one yes. Uh, well,
2: that well that raises a, a point I was wondering about. Now that you've gotten uh, a lot of shows out and recognition for the quality of the shows you're doing. Is it easier now when you call people up to try and arrange something? Uh, are people quicker to return your phone calls or or are people reaching out to you and saying, hey man, I'd love to be on the show. Um, the,
1: the really the awesome thing is, is I, mean, I hope this doesn't sound like a brag, but the truth is, is it's mostly been artists coming to me because I, I really, I know a lot of the artists already who've been on the show. I've been tagging my friends uh, or people I've worked with before. Um, but this year, uh, Tim O'Brien and John Cowan and, and Aoife O'Donovan, uh, I we have friends in common, plenty of friends in common. We didn't really know each other, um, but everybody else I've known, them, you know, uh, on some level at some time. Um, I just kind of take it as it comes. I just try to adjust to the situation now. Uh, But yeah, to answer your question, it it has been easy. But for me, what's made it easier is now some things are automatic. Okay, cool. We got that. We got the contract. Okay, now book this, book that, book this, book that. We're done. We're season one, we were just figuring out a model to how to make it work. So logistically, everything's gotten
2: easier. Um, you you you've established a kind of a rhythm for the production. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely
1: definitely that that has been. Uh, you know, if you if you want an honest answer, uh, that has been the the biggest stress reliever. Is okay, we kind of we're used to it now. You know, we we're we're used to the the schedule and what it's going to be like and what the day is going to be like, and you know that's that's been really nice. Um, and you know that just means now that I'm comfortable with it, I have to throw a monkey wrench in it and figure out some way to mess it up. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> as as uh, as Neil Young says, every time I think I'm getting somewhere, I try to drive the truck into the ditch. Uh, yeah. You know, just just to see just to see what happens. Um, Brandon, it, it, this is so exciting because you've matured so much over the course of since the last podcast I mean just listening to you talk and I I can I can where there was a tension in your voice and and kind of an unknowing now that you've kind of walked through the fire I mean it's 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 fantastic I, I, I made this go 20 seasons you know Oh, may may you uh, may you have an unbelievable night this later this month, and then let's go twenty seasons, huh?
1: You know, I'm I'm kind of down with it. You know that happening right now, but maybe ten seasons in, I'm like, hey, Richard, you want to come host this show? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of you know, Ted Ted could be like a co-host, and you guys all step behind the scenes, you know. Uh, right now, man, it's, it's really awesome. I'm having a lot of fun with it, um, and I'm getting to make music with like some of the best musicians. Period.
0: You know, uh, what a great. So success. right now, man, you know, what a great. Success. Yeah, makes me smile. Really, what a great success. Well, thank you. What a, Thanks, what a, what a what a what a great success, Tad, You. Uh, um, you got anything you want to? We want to wrap him up here and let him get on with his day.
2: Yeah, I I think we have to thank you for for coming on and talking to us again, and and do extend uh um our best wishes to your wife and your crew. They've been doing a great job. I didn't realize your wife was responsible for choosing the uh, locations, and and she's made some great choices. Uh, some of those places oh, yeah. are truly amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, we wish you all the best, and we're going to keep our fingers crossed for you. You know, trouble with winning uh, too many of those Emmys is you're going to have to just keep getting a bigger and bigger guitar case to hold them all. So,
1: <laughs> well, <it'll- laughs> man, I, I honestly, I, I swear, this is so corny. I, I know, it's, but I really feel like, man, I I've already won. You know, like it's for the rest of my life, if nothing else, I can say. I'm an Emmy nominee, so it's like, man, I can just carry that around, and it doesn't even feel like a consolation prize. It's like this is awesome. I'm an Emmy nominee. Yeah, it's uh, kind of how I'm going about it. Uh, we'll take a lot of pictures. I'm going to wear uh, a tuxedo, and I going to burn it. <laughs> go back to what we're doing, you know, and just try not to think about all that other stuff. How
0: about some cool shoes?
1: There you go yeah, yeah. Get,
0: get some really cool shoes for it <laughs> And uh, well, wish just... you the best of the afternoon. thanks so much for doing this again. um we know that that uh our 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 watchers and our Santa Cruz guitar owner players and all that stuff are just gonna be so energized by this because this is just you know it, it, it's so much. It's so, so much different than it was. Sorry, my dog's right behind me, slapping her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's uh, uh, it's such a, it's such a great story, and it's a great story because it's coming from your, from your heart. You know, there's nothing contrived about it. It's you, and you're doing it the way you want to do it. And Godspeed, brother. Go forward.
1: Uh bless you, man. You know, it, thanks guys. I mean, like like God, I, I I love being a part of the Santa Cruz family, because like, it's like really a family, you know. Awesome people. You, Tad, you know, Will, Joshua, Richard, you know, Carolyn Sills, love you girl. Um so, you know, this this is awesome. I mean, this is kind of like even when I was kinda of down on myself, it's like, man, you know, the guys at Santa Cruz and the gals at Santa Cruz like, you know, they they believe in me, you know, believe right. in yourself, you know, so, you know, thank you guys. I'm, I'm grateful and always will be I really appreciate well, it.
0: We're going to, we're going to, we're going to give you, give you the afternoon off and we're going to dial back in and find out what happened. Okay.
1: Oh, definitely man. I'll definitely keep you, you know, if your cell phone rings at 5am. Hey, okay.
0: <laughs> it'll, it'll be, it'll, it'll be exciting. So uh, thanks so much. And, have a great, great afternoon. And you guys too. Thanks Tom. Be well. Be well, guys. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. For more music-related fun, please join the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at scgcpf or santacruzguitarplayers.com. If you have any questions or possible podcast topics, please contact us. If you have a product or service that you feel would be of value to our listeners, please consider adding your support and keeping the coffee pot on. Contact us for more information. We ask that you hit the like, follow, bell, or bookmark buttons so we can keep you informed of upcoming podcast episodes. We hope you enjoyed Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Now it's time to go play your guitar.